0: Like the name of Jesus tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, the presence of the Lord is in this place tonight, in Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, Amen. let's turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 108. Psalms chapter 108 and beginning at verse 1. O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing praises. Unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great above the heavens. Thy truth reacheth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. And thy glory above all the earth. That thy beloved may be delivered. Save with thy right hand. And answer me. Let's let's skip down to verse 11. Wilt not thou, O God, who has cast us off, and wilt not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do violently, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies and by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight I want to talk about being steadfast being steadfast you can be seated tonight here in this book of Psalms chapter this book here this chapter David David starts out the chapter by proclaiming and stating that his heart is fixed and that he will give praise even with his glory. It's a good thing when you have a made-up mind that you are going to praise God and that your heart is fixed, it is steadfast, and that nothing can change it Nothing can sway you, nothing can move you, because the life that we're living in, um, this world that we're living in, many things will try to cause your heart to, be, to drift away from God, to be pulled away from what you know is right and from what you know is true. I believe that everything in this world is designed to rob God of the glory and of his praise. I believe that it's the devil's design plan to cause people's hearts to wander away from the one true living God and begin to start trusting and believing in things that will not profit any of us, anything. Things that won't make our situations any better. I believe that tonight. You'll read in the scripture and you'll see that um, over and over again, how that the children of Israel, how that the things that they got involved in, those things were, in their mind, they thought that it was no big deal. It was, you know, it's really not a problem. It, you know, I can handle I can, we'll, we'll work with it. It'll be okay. And But you'll find out that um, throughout reading the scripture, you'll find out that their hearts Drifted away from the one true living God. Um, To the point where you'll read in the book of Hosea. How that God begins to proclaim. That his people had a a divided heart. Um, Their hearts were no longer fixed. Or I'll say it wasn't completely fixed. On the one true living God. Um, They weren't steadfast in their ways. And they're they're going about things. Um, They were. You know, they had fell into a, 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 part, a place of, of going through the motions, if you'll say. They was going through the motions, and, you know, it really wasn't coming from the heart. It was just something that now um, they, they've learned how to do it. Um, they've learned how to offer up uh, the sacrifices. They've learned how uh, to sing the songs, or they've learned how to play the instruments. But it really didn't come from their heart. Um, because, as you see, by their actions, their hearts was fixed on everything else. Um, you know, a lot of times you can proclaim out of your mouth um, a lot of things, and and I have to, you know, I have to examine myself as well on a daily basis because a lot of times you, we can say a lot of things out of our mouth, but our actions show something differently. Um, our actions show that Uh, What we are really saying, um, those words that are coming out of our mouths are not connected to uh, our hearts. Um, Our hearts is fixed on something else. Our hearts is dwelling and being drifted away um, after something else. Tonight, I want my words uh, to match. I want it to be connected with my heart. When I say I love you, Jesus, I want it to come from my heart. I don't want it to be vain babbling or vain words that I, okay, well, yeah, we got to say I love you, Jesus. So, yeah, I love you, Jesus. Oh, uh, we got to, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Let's lift up our hands. No, no, no. I don't, wanna, I don't want it to be like that for me tonight. When I lift up my hands, I want it to come from my heart. When I, when I, when I say thank you, Jesus, when I say that God is good, I really want to mean that God is good. I really want to, you know, I don't want to just fall into a trap where I've, I've learned how to play the game. I've learned how um, to say the right thing. I've learned how to, to speak the lingo. You know, a lot of people, when they hang around long enough, they'll learn how to speak the lingo. And, you know, if you're not careful, they'll learn how to look the part, too. They'll learn how to dress it right. They'll learn how to make it look all good. But you'll find out that Jesus he began to talk about a certain group of people. And um, this was people you would think that they had it all together as far as um, knowing the things of God and and obeying the word of God. Um, He said that, you know, you are whited sepulchers. He said you look all good and clean on the outside, but on the inside, he said, you are full of dead men's bones. He said, "Your your your ravening wolves. Your your things on the inside are not good. They are not clean. How many know just because?" You can look like it is. Uh, You can put it all together on the outside. That don't really mean nothing. The Bible says that God desires truth on the inward parts. In other words, God is looking at what is on the inside of me. He's looking at whether I'm clean, whether I'm holy, and whether I'm pure. And I'm going to tell you the truth. It don't matter how clean I look on the outside. It don't matter how I know how to put it together. God knows what's really going on on the inside. I want to make it up in my mind that I, my heart is fixed on the things of God. I am steadfast. I am unmovable. I am unshakable. I'm not wavering to and fro. I'm not being blown about. Jesus, he talked about how that there were those that they draw close to me with their lips. He said, but their hearts are far from me. You know, I don't want to just praise God on Sundays. I want to still be praising God tomorrow morning. I want to still be praising God. I still want to live for God when I'm on the job. Hmm? I still want to live for, for God when everybody around me is speaking negatively and they're talking about everything in this world. I still want to have a desire to live for God. I want to have a desire to to pray not just today because that's what we do or, or we read our Bibles because it's Sunday. No, I want to have that desire to read God's word each and every day that I'm alive. Out of this thing, ain't exclusive just for certain days of the week. This is something that I'm supposed to be doing each and every day, 365 days of the year. I made up in my mind tonight that I want to be steadfast in the things of God. I want to be steadfast. I want my heart to be fixed on the word of God and on the things of God. I don't want to be pulled away. I don't want to go drifting off after other things and the things of this life. David said, he said, I will sing. He said, and give praise even with my glory. He said, awake psaltery and harp. He said, myself will awake early. I will praise Thee, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing praises unto Thee among the nations. You know what? I want to proclaim how great God is. I want to proclaim how you know. Sometimes we get so timid and we get so relaxed, and um, you know, God will open up doors and God will give us opportunities to be able to to begin to tell people how great He is. You know, you have to be able to see and recognize a door of opportunity to witness to people. Okay? When people start talking about God, listen, that's a good time to tell somebody about the Word of God. You have to recognize that that is a door that God is opening up. When people start having questions and wondering well i wonder if there's really a god or i wonder you know things the things of our world and how things are don't you realize that god is opening up a door for you to begin to begin to praise him and begin to magnify him amongst the people and, and begin to tell people that there is a God and that that God's word speaks of what's happening in our in our world today and that you know what you better get in the church before it's too late you you better go ahead and go ahead and repent of your sins and and get baptized in Jesus name and allow God to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost listen I don't just want to praise God inside these four walls I want to praise him outside of these four walls as well I want to let people know that God is great and that he is great to be praised I believe that tonight I believe that tonight I want To praise him I want to, I want to show his glory I want, I want people to know that People need to know in these times That there is a God And that God is well aware Of what's happening And that God is Opening up a door For people to come in and to be saved and to be delivered. I want my life to sing the praises of God. I want I want you know the Bible tells us that we are that God brought pulled us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Why? So that we could be all great and wonderful so that we can be looked upon as if we're something. Why? So that we can get the credit. No, so that we can show the praises. We're supposed to show the praises of him that brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. I want to show God's praises. I don't want to just, you know, people, we can come to church and be so comfortable with being in church, but when you get outside of these four walls, you don't say anything about God. You don't, you, some people, they don't even live like they know God. And that's just the case. That's just how it is you know you're not not trying to knock anybody or not trying to make it seem like I'm something great or wonderful but you know I have to be steadfast if i say i really believe this my heart has to be fixed i have to be steadfast and make it up in my mind that there ain't nothing that is going to let me that is going to cause me to let go of this okay i'm not going to allow a bad attitude to get a hold of me And cause me to let go of of, of the great things that God has done in my life. I'm not going to allow big-headed people that come around that the devil uses to to speak negatively to cause me to let go of the great things that God has done in my life. I'm not going to allow anything to affect me negatively to cause me to throw in the towel and caused me to believe that there is no, there's no reason to live for God and that, you know, it's a waste of time. It's not a waste of time what we're doing here tonight. This thing is going to amount to something. I know it don't seem like much now, but I promise you when, if you leave this world and and you enter into the world to come, I promise you, you're going to thank God that you stayed in the church. You're going to thank God that you kept your hands in the air when everybody else was letting down. You're going to thank God that you continue to praise while everybody else was doing everything that they thought was important. Honey, I don't want to be involved in what I think is important. I want to be involved in what I know is important. And I know being in the house of the Lord tonight, it is important. It might not be important to the world, but it's important to God tonight. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So I want, to, I want to be steadfast. And David said that I'm going to praise God. I'm going to. I want to. I'm going to talk about him. You know, I've come to find out that it's good to talk about God when things are going good. It's real easy to talk about him. It's real easy to talk about God when things are going well, when it's smooth sailing. There's no problems. There's no bumps in the road. The sea is not chaotic and and boisterous winds. It's real easy to talk about God. But you know what? I've also found out that it's not so easy to talk about God when things aren't good. It's not it's not good. It's not easy for us as we begin to want to try to fix things ourselves and handle things on our own and and take things into our own hands. And it's not always easy. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy when things are bad and when they're really bad, that it's an easy thing to just trust in God. I'm going to tell you we should, but I'm going to tell you that there are times where situations affect us, um, and it causes us to... To worry, it causes us to wonder, it causes us to have questions. And, and if we're not careful, if we linger there, the devil will begin to use it. He'll begin to work on you. He'll begin to try to talk you out of trusting in God. He'll try to talk you out of praising God. The thought of coming in your mind what do you have to praise God for? about? The devil will try to cause you to Hone in On how bad things are And use that as an excuse of Why you shouldn't Talk about God and, and why you shouldn't praise him And why you shouldn't lift him up And why you shouldn't Continue to give him the glory That he deserves How many know that God deserves the glory Despite what we're going through How many know that he is still on the throne And I And listen I'm not that's not something. That's not a cliche that I'm using. I've had times. I've I've had things that have shaken my faith as situations arises or things come, and you're asking yourself, why is this happening? Why am, why am I faced with this? Um, I thought this was supposed to be a good thing. Why why am I why am I faced with this? you know and I'm living for God or I'm striving to live for god I'm, I'm not out running all over the place I'm not you know involved in things that everybody else in the world is involved in i'm I'm making a a, a good attempt to serve God why, why am I facing with, facing these things? and you know the devil he'll he'll play on those things he'll play on those things and he will try to get you to believe that God doesn't know what's going on with you and that God doesn't hear you and that and that God is nowhere to be found. But you know, I want to have the mindset that Job had. Because Job, he lost everything that you could possibly imagine. He lost it all. Lost children, Lost property, lost possessions. He, he just lost it all. And, you know, the Bible says that Joseph, I don't know how he got the words out of his mouth. I don't know how he mustered it up. His wife went crazy. And I don't know how he mustered up and got it out of his mouth. All the things that happened was happening to him. And it's like it, it just Everything just went wrong in his life. Everything that you could possibly imagine to go wrong went wrong. And somehow he was able to muster up words and and those words that he said, naked I came into this world. He said, naked I'm going," He said, but blessed be the name of the Lord. In other words, Job made up in his mind that I'm not gonna allow. Now, does that mean that Job was insensitive? Does that mean that Job didn't care about his family, the loss of his children? Does that mean that Job, it didn't affect Job in a, in a, a bad way? No, it, I'm, it did affect Job in a, a real bad way. But Job had something on the inside of him that I desire to have tonight. That when hard times come, and guess what? Hard times will come. It's not just going to happen to some people, hard, just get, just go ahead and prepare yourself for it. Hard times is coming to everybody. It's going to come to every man, um, and every woman. It is going to happen. I, but I just want to when it comes, I want to be able to have something that what Job had, that, yes, I am, I am grieving over the loss of this or, or that, and, and I'm sad and I'm upset why, that things are the way that they are, but you know what? I'm not going to allow this to stop me from magnifying God. I'm not going to allow him to stop me from praising God. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and praise him a little louder. I'm going to go ahead and and dance a little bit harder. I'm going to go ahead and run a little bit longer. I'm going to go ahead and sing a little bit longer. Because naked I came into this world. And guess what? I know without a shadow of a doubt, I can't take any of it with me. Naked I'm going back out. But one thing, I got my mind made up is blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to keep praising him. I'm going to keep magnifying him. I'm going to keep glorifying him. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to be steadfast in that. I don't want to allow things to cause me to be up one minute and down the next is good God is good God is too good and God has been too good for me to be an emotional wreck he's been too good he's been too good for me to live my life up and down up and down from one minute to the next wavering toast to and fro he's too good And you know, I really have to look at the scriptures and I got to read what James said because James talked about the wavering individual, the person that is tossed back and forth and and is like a a seesaw up one minute and down the other. He said, let that person, don't let that person think that they're going to get anything from God. (laughs) I need something from God tonight. I need God to hear my cry. I need God to keep His hands on me. I need God's angels to encamp around my home. I need it. I need God to to I need God to continue to provide, because without Him, I'm I'm lost. Without Him, I don't have a chance at making it. And so I have to have a made up mind that I'm gonna be steadfast. I have to have a made up mind that I'm not gonna allow different things that cause me to want to give up one minute and and, and cause me to want to throw in the towel. No, I got the Holy Ghost. If anybody that should be rooted and grounded and solidified and established and and have a made-up mind, you know, you got to have a determination about you. You know, God told the prophet Ezekiel, he said, when he called Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel to go... And he said, to, to preach uh, to my people. And he said, you know what? He said, I don't want you to be. Don't you be persuaded by their faces. Don't you be discouraged by their looks. He said, I'm going to cause your face to be like a flint. You know what a flint is? It is an, what is called an adamant stone. It is a stone. It is, set, it is steadfast. It is, it's a, a person that is determined. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish this. Somebody got to get that kind of an attitude about you when it comes down to living for God and serving God. That I am set In this thing, I'm not moving. I'm settled in it. I don't care what is said. I don't care what is done. I don't care what kind of trial comes against me. I'm rooted. I'm grounded. I don't care what family says. I don't care what people on the job says. I am determined that I'm going to serve God, and I'm a servant with all of my heart, with all of my mind and soul. You got to have a determination that there's nothing that's going to cause me to let go of this. There's nothing. There are people that are letting go of it. There are people that are being plucked up. There are people that are, what you would say, is wishy-washy. Yes. Scripture calls them, says that they are unstable as water. There are some people that when it comes down to living for God, is so unstable, there is no stability about them. I want my prayer tonight is I want God to cause me to have some stability. When it comes down to serving him, when it comes down to living for him faithfully, I don't want to have my hands up one minute and and my lips dragging the ground the next minute. I don't want to be talking about God one minute and then I'm talking about how bad things are the next minute. I don't want to be praising God one minute and then singing the praises of the world the next minute. I want to be steadfast in this. I really want to be rooted in ground. I really want to have a hold of God's word in this truth that we have. I really do. And I want to sing God's praises. I want to make it up in my mind that I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. On the job, I'm going to look for, a matter of fact, I'm going to pray for opportunities that God would open up doors that I can tell my coworkers about the word of God, about the truth of God's word, and help them to see that there is only one God, and that his name is Jesus, and that except you're born of the Lord and of the Spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I want to, I want to pray about that. Sometimes we get so caught up in praying about ourselves. And what's going to make us better? And what's going to benefit us? And what's going to help us? And I'm not saying we shouldn't, but we should have some priorities. We should be praying for our coworkers. We shouldn't just get so comfortable in the fact that they're lost, and you know what? They're just going to be lost. No, I don't believe that that's God's will. I don't believe that that's why God put us there on that job. For us to just throw up in the hands and just... You know, this world wants you to accept the way things are in these days and age. It doesn't, The that this world doesn't want you to be affected by how things are. And you know what? If we're not careful, we can become so accustomed to how things are in this life that we get so used to the fact that people are passing laws on same sex marriages and that it don't affect us. It don't do nothing to us. Oh, that's just how the world is. No, that ain't how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to affect us. We we ain't supposed to accept. That we're supposed there's supposed to be a cringe inside as you understand that that is an abomination before the Lord. But our our, our society wants us to get accustomed to the fact that there's killings going all along, going throughout our world and not just our world right here (laughs) in our communities. People are dying 24-7. People are dying left to right. Shootings. And you know if we're not careful, we can get so desensitized to that, that oh, that's just how it is. No, that ain't how it is. That should, that should do something to us to make us wanna, should drive us, to push us to reach for people and to, to communicate this truth to people on our jobs because we don't know when we'll have another opportunity. We don't know when we'll have another chance. And so I want to tell people about how great God is. I want to pray and ask God to open up a door. I believe God will. I believe he will. I believe he will. I can remember there was one one morning I can remember that I was praying and I asked God, God, open a door today. Open a door where I can tell someone about your word. You know, sometimes in prayer, you're just praying, and, and you you just going down the list, and sometimes you you okay, I you know you're not you don't know if God's gonna do it or whatnot. You you just you know sometimes you you fall into a, just the pattern of praying and certain things you ask on a on a daily basis, like and things. But I got to work, and I was at work, and I'm working, and at this time I was working on. I was working on a, a a dorm it was a it was a it was a crisis unit and i was working and um i was there and two of my coworkers they came to me and they pulled me into uh one of the rooms that that we had there um that we would do our paperwork in and they pulled me into the room and and i'm like what's going on here you know because i don't know if they're gonna you know, try some. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on. And so I'm real. I'm on the edge. You know, I'm about to. You know, I'm on guard. So. <laughs> so. I'm like, what's up? What's going on? Um, and they was like, we need prayer. I need you. We got. We got things going on in our family. In our family. Within our family. And there was a brother and a sister. And they was like, we need. We we need you to pray for us. Okay. And, and that never left me. That always stuck with me as I was just, you know, going down the little list. You know, sometimes in prayer, you're praying and you're not, sometimes you're not all the way into it. You're just trying to make sure you cover all the bases and so you'll be able to say, I prayed this morning, you know. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, huh? Mm-hmm. And so... And that's all I took it for that morning. But that morning, God heard it. And God opened up a door where I could witness to them, where I could be an example. And, and, and the, the girl, she even came a couple of times to church. And, and she heard the truth. She heard the word of God. And so I'm saying, I want to look for opportunities to pray and ask God to open up doors. Right. Open up doors. And I know a lot of times on the job it's not so easy as you got different um, policies and things of that nature that you can't just speak so freely about. God, I know how it is, but I believe that God will open up and opp- make an opportunity where it would be the right opportunity where you can witness and tell somebody about his truth and about his plan. And so David is saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing of your praises. Or I'm going to talk of your praises. I'm going to talk to it. I'm going to talk amongst the people and amongst the nations. He said, he goes on in verse 4, he says, For thy mercy is great. I'm going to tell you, there's nothing like God's mercy. It's because of his mercies we are here tonight. It's because of his mercies that we are not consumed, the prophet said. The Bible says great, he said, great is thy faithfulness. God is, is so faithful. He is so faithful when it comes down to extending his mercy to us on each and and every day. You know, there are some times that I am not worthy of God's mercies. Sometimes, all the time, I can't even think of one time that I can say that I am worthy of how good God is. But God is good. He is so good. And so, his mercies, great is his mercies, above the heavens and thy truth reacheth unto the clouds. Verse 5, be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens and thy glory above all the earth. So if anybody should be exalted, it should be God. I shouldn't be exalted. I shouldn't be lifted up. There ain't nothing great about me. I'm dirt, and when I die, I'm going back to the dust of this ground. So I shouldn't be, there are a lot of people, they want to glorify the flesh. They want to dress the flesh all up. This flesh is going back to the dust of the ground. There ain't nothing great about this. There ain't nothing great about me. You want to know who is great? God is great. God is great and he is greatly to be praised. If I'm going to exalt somebody, guess what? I'm not exalting the idols of this world. I'm not exalting the so-called gods of this world. I want to exalt the king of kings and the lord of lords each and every day of my life. While I'm in this service tonight, I don't want to forget what I'm here for. I'm here to exalt God. I'm here to magnify God. I ain't here to go through the motions. I'm not here to sit down on God. I'm here to get my hands in the air. I'm here to lift up my voice. I'm here to exalt the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because he is worthy. He is worthy to be exalted. So many people try to steal God's glory. They want to try to rob him of his glory. You got people, stars, so-called sports stars and pop stars, and everybody, it's like everybody want to put the title of king on them. I'm the king of this. I'm the king of that. what they are are self-proclaimed kings. But there's only one true living king. And I want to make it up in my mind that I'm going to exalt him. I'm going to talk about him. When it comes down to serving somebody, I want to be steadfast in serving him. I want to be steadfast in magnifying him and glorifying him. If I'm going to be steadfast in anything, let me be steadfast in that. Because that's the only thing that's going to count when it's all said and done. Okay? That's the only thing that's going to matter. I know a lot of people think that... um, Their status in this world is going to matter. It ain't going to matter one bit when it comes down to eternity. My money is not going to matter. My possessions are not going to matter. What kind of position or role I played in this world is not going to matter. What is only going to matter is was I steadfast in the right thing. Was I steadfast when it came down to worshiping and magnifying God? Was I steadfast when it came down to coming into the house of the Lord? Was I steadfast when it came down to being about my father's business? Was I determined that nothing is going to stop me? Nothing is going to shake me. Nothing is going to pull me away or draw me away from that. David said, my heart is fixed. It is fixed. I want my heart to be fixed tonight. I want it to be fixed tonight. In verse verse 7, he says, God, in verse, we went to verse 11. He said, "Wilt not thou, O God, who has cast us off, and wilt not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Okay? I'm so thankful that God knows how to lead and guide us. I'm so thankful that God knows how to protect us. God knows how to provide for us. Listen, God knows how to fight your battles. God knows how to fight your battles. Um, And I've come to find out that I don't have to, it's so good to realize that you don't have to get all stressed out about things any longer. As you realize that God is fighting your battles. You ain't got to respond to people's negativity. You realize God is going to serve them up something, a good whooping. God is going to serve them up real good and real nice. You ain't got to say nothing, okay? You ain't got to do nothing. I'm so thankful that I have a God that fights my battles, okay? I'm talk- you ain't got to get into a fist fight with people. You ain't got to get into a tongue lashing with people. You just step back and you let them know that God is going to take care of you if you don't change. If your heart doesn't change, God is going to take care of it. ain't got to say anything. When people are throwing accusations, you ain't got to say nothing. The Bible says that Satan came and trying to dig up the bones of Moses and how he began to throw railing accusations against Michael. And now, Michael could have probably put a, well, we know Michael could have put a whipping on him, because he did before. He could have put a whipping on him. He could have sat him straight. He could have reminded him of some things, but he didn't. He said, the Lord rebuked thee. God's going to take care of you. God's going to take care of you. The Bible tells us that in the days of Jehoshaphat, That the Moabites and the Ammonites, they gathered around him, around the city. And um, the Bible says that they begin to pray. And they begin to call out to God as they were concerned about what was happening, what was going on. And the word came back to them from God. God said, you need not fight this battle. You ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to get involved. You ain't got to do anything. I'm going to take care of this. I'm so glad that I have a God that knows how to take care of me. He knows how to keep me. He knows how to protect me. He knows how to fight my battles. He knows how to rebuke the devourer on on my behalf. He knows how to take care of me. I don't have to worry about anything tonight. I'm in the hands of a God that has it all together. Verse 12, he said, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Somebody needs to know that it's not good to put your trust in man. It's not, the Bible talks about not put, not your confidence in man. Don't put it. It's a vain thing. You know what? When it says man, it's talking about yourself too. It's talking, that applies to you too. Don't, don't, don't rely on your knowledge. Don't rely on your talent. Don't rely on your know-how to accomplish things and to get things done. If anybody, if we should be um, trusting in anyone, if we should be relying on anyone, we should be relying on God. We should be depending on God. There are people all over this world that their trust, their, their, their confidence is in man. It's in people. It's in this world system. It's in government. People say it's crazy You, how you live your life. you trusting in God. I promise you, it's not a crazy thing to trust God. It's not a crazy thing to believe in God. It's not vain to trust and to put your faith in God. Matter of fact, that's the only way it should be tonight. Do we believe that tonight? I hope we believe that tonight. It is vain. It's a vain thing to trust in man. It's vain to put your confidence in flesh. It's a waste of time. A waste. It's a waste of time to put your faith in self and your knowledge. Knowledge, you'll face situations in life. And it won't matter how much knowledge you have up here. It won't do it. It won't cut it your knowledge will run out. Your know-how will run out. I want to trust in God. I want to put my faith in God. We talk about the woman uh, with the issue of blood and how that it came to a point where the physicians, you know, they're, they're, it just showed that their limitations, the limitations of man and how that man will never Will never be able to accomplish that kind of a work. But I'm gonna tell you, there's no limitations with God. There is God, we don't serve a God that is limited. We serve a God that can is, He can do whatever it is that you have need of. The Bible talks about how that He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ask. And so you get it in your mind what you need God to do for you. And God can do exceedingly and abundantly above that. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God whose whose hands I'm in tonight. That's the only one I want my life to be entrusted with. I don't want to be entrusted with this world. I don't want to be entrusted with people. In the system of this world. I'm going to tell you. If there's anybody. If any people that should. Go against this world system. It should be people. That are baptized in Jesus name. And filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe it's. I believe it's a terrible thing. When people that have the Holy Ghost. Inside of them. Begins to start trusting. And putting their faith in man. And putting their faith in themselves. I think it's a. I'm telling you, there is no hope. There is no help with man. None. It is vain. It is a vain thing. The help of man is vain. He said, through God we shall do violently. For he it is that shall tread down our enemies. God is going to do the work. God is going to do it. God is the one that's going to, hold things together. God is the one you don't have to worry about getting vengeance on people paying people back he said vengeance belongs unto the Lord vengeance of his mind saith the Lord God knows how to repay and that doesn't always mean that people are going to get struck down or something is going to happen to them because if, if people have a change of heart God is going to judge them according to that, and so I just need to be steadfast in some things and know that God has it all together. I need to continue to trust in that and believe in that. I don't need to start trying to work it out on my own. I don't need to start trying to come up with ways of how to do things and and accomplish things. God will handle it. God will take care of it. I want to be steadfast in that. I I want my heart to be fixed on that. People say, well, you know, there was a time I believed in that, but I don't believe in it now. I'll tell you, you, didn't, you never really believed in it before. I'll tell you. Uh, it, 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 it's just that simple. It's that simple. If I'm trusting in God, and notice, I said God. If I'm trusting in the, my faith is in the word of God, then there ain't no devil in hell that can cause me to take my faith. Out of God, if it was really in God, if it was really in the Word of God, there ain't no situation, there ain't no trial, because God is bigger than my situation. The Word of God has the answer for every situation we'll face in this life. There's not one thing you'll face in this life that is not recorded in this book. It's right there. It's in there. And so I want to be steadfast that God knows what He's doing. I want to be steadfast that this word, every word of it, is true. I want to be steadfast in the fact that I need the Holy Ghost to lead and guide me and direct me. I want to be steadfast in the fact that without church, I'm a lost soul. I'm lost. I am lost. Some people think they can do without church. Some people think they they can do without the power of the Holy Ghost. People are going to find out that it's not that easy. It's not that easy. You know what? I said it this morning. I don't have an interest in wasting time. I mean that because I'm at an age where (laughs) I ain't getting no younger. And I don't have any interest in wasting any kind of time. None at all. Especially not chasing after frivolous things that won't amount to nothing, that won't accomplish nothing, that is not going to make me any better. It's not going to change me. It's not not going to minister to the need that is inside of me. Only God is going to do that. Only the power of the Holy Ghost will do that. Let us stand tonight. David said, my heart is fixed. It is fixed. I'm steadfast I'm I'm yeah I know chaos and everything is breaking out in our world and and things that are going on on the job and and things that are pulling at you and trying to get you to turn around and let go but I have a made-up mind that I'm steadfast I'm not wavering I'm not up one minute and down the next I'm not I'm not you know what? I don't want to fall into hypocrisy either. I don't. I don't want to fall into hypocrisy where I dress it up and I know how to say it just right and try to convince people. You'll find out that people waste years in living in hypocrisy as they're trying to, you know, get the uh, one up on people and and don't want people to find them out. Listen, there's somebody that already done found you out a long time ago. There's one that knows the truth about you. And you know what? I'm only concerned about his opinion. I'm only concerned about how he sees me. And trust me, he sees me for what I really am. And so I don't, I don't wanna waste time playing games. I want to be steadfast. I want to, in the days that we're living in, I want my heart to be fixed. I'm not saying I'm there. I'm definitely praying on a daily basis, God, help me to hold on to this. Help me not to be blown away or carried away. Help me not to, be, to drift back to the things that you delivered me from it and set me free from. Help me not to go back to that. Not to go back to the beggarly elements. Help me to remain stand, steadfast. Help me to be rooted and grounded, unshakable, unmovable. Help me. Help me to have a mindset. Help me to have a determination where my eyes is fixed on the prize. It's if I am determined that nothing, not, 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 not what people are saying, not what they're doing, not, not looks, none of that I am determined. My goal, my eyes is fixed on the mission. That is...